Who you are matters deeply in building your brand and community. Uh, Who you are matters just generally um, in what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish in the world. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Marketing Should Be Fun. I'm recording this intro from my garage filled with boxes because my family is in the middle of moving and uh, things are a little crazy. So we got a a fun episode for you um, today. We wanted to just bring you a compilation of different um, client videos that we have sent. So most months we try to send a video to clients of Savage Content Collective just giving them kind of a short three to five minute uh, tip or encouragement or highlight or uh, something along those lines. Uh, So we have uh, just a few uh, of those um, kind of shortened versions of those videos that we want to just share with you uh, today. These are just, uh, you know, little pieces of content marketing support and wisdom um, that we hope are helpful to you. And hey, if you want to get videos like these uh, most months, you could become a client. You could do it. But anyways, we hope you enjoy this uh, episode of Marketing Should Be Fun. Um, and we'll be back with some more uh, regular content um, in the coming weeks. So I hope you have a great week and enjoy. Hey, I've got some encouragement for you today. I know that it can be really easy to get caught up in the numbers. We love numbers. We love to see the direct lines and the proof, and those things can be good. We track a lot of numbers even here as Savage Content. We are always uh, keeping track of analytics on social and tracking podcast listens and looking at email opens and click rates and all of those things. Numbers are helpful. They tell us things, but they don't always tell us the full story. There was a LinkedIn post that was recently shared right here like this. You've got to go read it. And Austin and I just had a moment where we talked about it for a while because it reminded us of something we share with our clients all the time of a belief that we hold so dearly in this content marketing world. And the way it was written just put it so succinctly and told such a great story. And I wanted to share it with you today and to encourage you in that same topic that the way that content connects to leads or to whatever action you're wanting people to take is not always a direct line and is not always A plus B equals C. There's a lot of movement and fluidity. And even like this post shares, which I hope you'll go read it. Think about how content works in your life. Think about just a day in the life of yourself where you open your computer and you might read a social post or you get a blog sent to your email and you click on it and you like register who it's from. But then before you can even be done reading it, you've got to hop into a Zoom meeting. And then you have to take your kid their lunch that they forgot. And then you drive home and then you scroll on your phone that night and you might see that brand again on a different platform. And on and on it goes until the day that you're ready to take the action and buy from them or take the next step from them. This is a normal way that content performs. And this is a normal rhythm of life for most humans. And so while the analytics are important and we want to use those numbers to drive our decisions and steps we take, we also need to remember and be encouraged by the fact that content performs on a human level. We could say this until we're blue in the face and it's a line that we talk about all the time, but it is true. It's not always a direct correlation. And so being able to let content take its time and work its way through the human experience is an important part of the process. 
This is why it's so helpful to play the long game, to build relationships, to build trust. Those things all work on this whole level that content is moving through and this whole system that content is moving through. Those things matter. It's also okay for it to take time and for people to need to see things in different areas. We love to be able to share content for clients in a multitude of platforms on a blog, linking that to social, sharing that in an email, mentioning it on a podcast, because this just gives people that much more opportunity to connect with it, to kind of let that cycle work its way through. And so just be encouraged today that if you're not seeing A plus B equals C, and if the numbers aren't looking exactly as direct as you want, remember that the numbers are only part of the story. There's a lot happening behind the scenes. Be encouraged to let people take the normal human experience and know that your content is there and performing on a human level and building the trust that you want to build with the people that will be interacting with your brand and your business for the long haul. We talk about it all the time, but it's just something that is is very important. Um, the importance of of leading with your personality, whether we're talking about you know a personal brand, uh, you know of of you and maybe a couple people, or we're talking about a, a large company. Personality and personal connection is always going to win ninety five ninety nine percent of uh, the time. People are there to connect with others. They're there to connect with people to be entertained, to be encouraged, uh, to, um, you know, feel kind of collectively part of something. I think it's no secret that for a lot of people, uh, one of the most uncomfortable aspects of content creation and building a community is having to kind of lead with yourself, is having to uh, connect people to who you are, what you're passionate about, what you're knowledgeable about. But time and time again, what we see connect uh, for almost all of our clients are the posts that lead with personality. The ones that share something that's behind the scenes, the one that talk about likes and dislikes, the one that talk about a culture of a company, uh, the one that show kind of a side of things that people don't normally see, or even the, the posts that show like people's values and action, kind of educating people about what's important to them. So this month, I just want to remind you that who you are matters deeply in building your brand and community. Uh, who you are matters just generally um, in what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish in the world. This month and you know, moving on to this year, I want to encourage you not to hide that in the content that you're creating, that we're creating in partnership with you, uh, but to, to lead with that, to uh, embrace the opportunity to connect people to who you are and what is important to you and what you're trying to accomplish in the world. And to use your personality as just a uh, accelerator for brand growth. Uh, rather than using the brand as kind of a shield to sort of hide behind. Hey, y'all, it's Kelsey. And today I want to talk about going viral. There are likely so many things that come to your mind when you hear that phrase. It's a phrase that's very commonplace in our society today. Um, and often we hear this phrase in regards to social media. But this phrase can apply to so much content. It could apply to, yes, a reel or a post that went viral and reach tons of people beyond your norm. It could mean a podcast episode that was listened to far more than your others. It could mean a blog post that was shared over and over and over again. Um, when we talk about going viral, I today don't want to encourage you in the lane of it being right or wrong. I simply want to give you some things to consider around this topic of going viral. So first of all, just because something goes viral, or you hear someone else's content going viral, doesn't necessarily mean that that 
immediately means conversions. Your reel may be viewed 250,000 times, but did any of those people follow along with your account? You know, your podcast episode may have triple the normal listens, but did those people come over to your website and purchase your product or interact with your brand in whatever way you're inviting them to? We hear viral and we think growth and sales when those two things don't always correlate. Now, it is the perfect spot for your buyers in their journey to kind of be in that discovery phase. So going viral doesn't mean that that will never be true and that they will never convert, but it doesn't mean instant conversions. So just be aware of that and let that either, let that avoid you being discouraged and also encourage you when that happens. The second thing I want to remind you of is that if a piece goes viral, what consistency do you have in place for the people who are viewing your content more than normal to then want to come back? Or even the ones who may be seeing it when someone is sharing it, how do you have something in place for those new people who are seeing your content for the first time to then want to come hang out with you there? I think of this um, like when my husband and I want to watch our favorite show and a new season comes out and we don't have that particular streaming service that we're subscribed to at the moment. So what do we do? We find another email so that we can do the free seven day or 14 day trial and we binge that season really fast before we have to pay for it, right? Are we the only ones? But so many times two things have happened. Either one, we're like, man, I didn't, uh, I finished this season and there's really nothing else here that I want to watch. And so I'm just going to go ahead and cancel before I have to pay my next payment. Or <laughs> they hook us in and we're like, oh, I didn't know that that show was on here. And then we end up, you know, finding reasons to keep that subscription and stay with that streaming service. Same thing goes for your content. When someone's new and they're coming to you for one specific reason, for one specific viral piece of content, what do you have going on so they're gonna stay with you and continue to consume your content and to continue to interact with you and build that trust? Or is that a one-time wonder where then they're just unsubscribing, canceling the free subscription and not spending time with you? Both of those things are likely going to happen. Not every person who views your viral content is going to want to stay. Um, that's just the nature of how content performs. But what specific rhythms and consistency can we have in place so that they are more likely to find things there that bring them value and that they connect with and that they want to stick around and then continue their journey, moving into all those different steps that we want them to take. You've probably heard us talk about the long game of content. You know, we'll say the phrase, content is the long-term game, right? This is something that you're investing in for the long-term health of your brand and the long-term strength of your community. It's not something that you're going to see, you know, those quick wins from. But in practice, what does that really look like? This is something that people can often be discouraged by when something doesn't perform in the short term the way that they were expecting it to, right? So if you share something on Instagram and it only gets 20 likes rather than 70 or 100 or 200 or whatever kind of that metric is that you're looking for, it can be easy to get discouraged. In the same way, if you share a podcast episode, it might be discouraging when that episode only gets, say, 50 downloads uh, in the first week rather than the 200, 1,000, 10,000, whatever that you were expecting um, to see and were hoping to see. And it's really important in those moments to remember this principle about content, that that content is there for the long-term value 
of your audience right now uh, on social. It's really interesting. You know, we're seeing, especially with reels that we're sharing, you know, we see those kind of get a second life um, two, three, four weeks after they were first shared. Um, And even beyond that, for a lot of our clients, we are seeing reels getting engaged with months after those were originally shared. That is a very long shelf life for that piece of content. What's really interesting to me is for almost every single one of our podcasts that we host, let's say if a podcast gets 300 downloads a week, what's really interesting to me is even if that's a weekly show, those 300 downloads, only about a third of that is from the episode that was just shared that prior week. So we have one uh, show that goes out every Monday. And in the first week, uh, episodes often get about 100 downloads, but their podcast each week is getting 300 downloads. And that's because people are going back and listening to older content. They're going back and listening to older episodes. They're binging content on the podcast, and they are choosing the rate at which they want to consume that. And it's not defined by what's newest and what's most recent. It's defined by what they are most interested in in that moment. It's the same thing with blogs, especially when we start thinking of that, you know, long-term uh, value from an SEO perspective as, you know, you are really kind of putting something out there and hoping that it starts to get traction from people sharing it on the, you know, consumer to consumer side, but also people finding it as they have a question that just happens to come up in the uh, day-to-day life of their life and their business that they you know, might pop that in Google and find your article. That is the long-term game. So I want to encourage you with that principle uh, today is that when you look at your content marketing strategy, it really is all about the long-term value that you are giving to your audience to strengthen your brand and strengthen your community. And that is why we prioritize consistency and that we want to put as much content out there because that is providing people as many on-ramps as we can for them to get connected and and deepen their trust with your brand. So if something doesn't perform like you were hoping for it to in the short term, shake it off, let it go, learn what you will uh, from it. But it's important on the content marketing journey to keep your mindset on those long-term goals that you are working towards and the long-term trust that you want to build. Hey, thanks for listening in to today's episode of the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast. We share an episode every other week, so make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love to connect with you on social, so come hang out on Instagram at savagecontent.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.